first of all coach even thank you so much for doing this uh, how are you now after such a you know uh, busy period of time you had so many games back to back little bit of a gap now so how is everything well everything is all right seeing that uh, the competition of ISL is of uh, of a short term and uh, as a team as a club's management and the coaching staff you have to manage many things not only uh, speaking about football games but many things around and uh, that help us uh, having this kind of organization so everything's all right so far everything's all right so far we are uh, trying to adapt to uh, to current situation to all the things that uh, have been asked from us so i'd say so far so good so we are in one process we uh, we would like to continue the same way and uh, like hoping for the best for the best outcome and uh, for a nice and good results in next uh, fixtures so when we look at the season from the outside that kerala has had uh, you started little slow then suddenly it all clicked in that game uh, maybe maybe even the game before uh, mumbai but mumbai was a statement win and you had the chennai run so uh, suddenly the team was pressing well everything was sort of coming together so was there anything that sort of clicked for you is that finally when it all came together or is that the process that it happened you know what uh, i must be honest uh, mm. with you i believed i believed uh, from the very beginning and i think even the, our first game and the loss against the uh, atk in the first game you know i think that we played a good game uh, apart from uh, some uh, let's say official mistakes the first goal in the first minute after the offside uh, offside uh phase then uh, all the other things that uh were like in a, in a chain during that game i think that since the very beginning we uh, we were trying to explore and uh, play on a different uh, different ways because as a team i mentioned that couple of times that uh, taking in consideration uh, last years uh, achievements the results with all due respect for uh, everybody uh, we uh, we decided to approach to uh, to a certain games with uh, with different styles so it means when you are as a team coming from far behind with uh, lack of uh, positive results and i don't know how many months of uh, of football without victory so uh, from the very beginning we decided to uh, try many different things with uh, with the boys and with the team so it means uh playing football with possession playing football without possession defending in a lower block being a good organized being good focused and concentrated pressing high all these things because as a team if you just stick to one uh style very quickly you can become predictable then as a team if you explore and try different approaches like we were doing in the previous period then as a team uh, you evolve and you improve faster and it means that when as a team you improve it means that the players also on individual basis they will improve and then the boys they recognize themselves in uh, different positions in different uh, moments and like that they become better they get more confidence and uh, that's how it goes in football and this season we are using many of those those things because we as a co- new coaching staff in this uh, ISL we would like to recognize 
also the the league we would like to recognize uh, all the possible qualities of our squad of our players knowing what and who can uh, explore these different things in uh, in the future as well so as a, as a coaching staff you have to do that you have to go through that process and uh, i think also that before the game against mumbai fc which was our uh, first uh, marvelous win I think that we had a grip on uh, on on all the games. If we speak about uh, uh, draw against, um, it was before that it was the victory uh, against Odisha. I cannot recall anymore uh, some draws like against East Bengal when you get two uh, cancelled goals or uh, some moments where you were not uh, in a favor of official decisions. So I think that even now we are we miss at least four points. Which uh, which would put us even higher up the table. But anyway, we are not complaining about it because we know that in this short-term competition, you don't have you have to deal uh, not only with yourself, with your tactics, with your approach, with your uh, strategic moments. You have to deal with many other things which can cause uh, negative energy, which which can cause the uh, let's say lack of concentration. Uh, during the game, because you don't have VRA uh, technology, you don't have goal technology, you don't have many of the, those things which could make this league easier. And then, if we again speak on a short-term competition, which is like a little bit than three months, it is not favorable for players, neither, because for them it's very, uh, very difficult to uh, get in a perfect and a right, correct shape only in those three months, because... Speaking about football worldwide, all around the world, the football season is of a term at least eight till ten, ten and a half months, where you are constantly in a shape, you are constantly in a training, you are constantly playing, where, where you can afford also one period that you miss due to some injuries. And then uh, you can build up further on in a, on a long term after one or two seasons, you can build up a very strong foundation, very strong team that can participate every year high up the table, further on also in the uh, Asian Cup and all other competitions. And then like that, you improve your uh, club's level, you improve your uh, domestic league level, like in this case, I said. Well, uh, and uh, at the end of the day, uh, the organization that profits the most from all that would be national team, which means that all the players would be on top level during the long term. And the moment they go get called up, for a national team, they'll be ready. In this case, when you have a short-term competition of three and a half months, then you have a large break of six months. And then when in these uh, FIFA moments where you have to call up your players for international duties, you have many of them not in a shape. And that's why sometimes you don't get uh, these positive results on the level of uh, national team. And that is the biggest problem of uh, those results uh, on that level. So I think that... Uh, with all those things we have to deal as a coaching staff, it's new for us. But yet again, this is our first season and we have to deal with that. We have to adapt those uh, things, try to get a uh, maximum out of it. So, and we are so far trying uh, to find that positive way to try uh, to uh, compose that positive energy that can allow us to get those results. And I'd say so far, so good. We have to continue. It's only very soon will be half of the competition. We still have to play 10 games. Everything's possible. We've seen so far that anybody can beat anybody in this league. There are no uh, guarantees. There are no uh, favorites. 
Yet I think that there are some teams that, in my opinion, they will be for sure in top four. But, uh, you know, we've seen so far that even when where nobody expected from us to get some points and to beat some teams, that yet we, uh, we did it. So everything's possible. Everything's possible here, and uh, we want to continue building up on that uh, on that way because now it's it, there are two more months and many games to uh, to play. So we hope to organize and be ready for all those games. So we'll see. So obviously, in your career, you've uh, played in top leagues, you've coached in uh, top leagues. Uh, Slavko from Chennai the other day was saying how in ISL a lot of them attack happens in transition and how as a defender he has to figure that way out uh, because he's not used to playing in so much transition. So, how much of an adjustment is that for you also as a coach because so much of the game happens in this attacking transition or the bad defensive phase? How are you looking at it? But, you know, uh, football is also the part of, uh, uh, of uh, let's say, worldwide uh, happening. So, Many things in our world, they are going through the evolution period, you know. And uh, let's say every day you'll have a new car. Every day there is a new phone. Every day is like the, the things uh, evolve. We are evolving. And then the football as a, as a thing as well evolves every year. And then every year on top level, you see new, uh, new things. You see new uh, uh, new uh, moments that the coaches and the football football itself implements uh, and then you see many of those transition moments that many clubs and many teams uh, are trying to solve the games and win the games uh, more and more uh, teams are trying to play organized football and then uh, for all those things playing in transition for all those things uh, trying to break down your opponent trying to uh, play quick football which is already the case in, uh, especially in European level for, for years, uh, these are the things that you have to adapt on. And uh, as a player, for, as a coaching staff, you have to recognize, uh, and the big question mark is, uh, if you can do that with your current squad, if you possess or if there are players' profiles who are capable of doing that. So then as a coaching staff, you have to practice on that. You have to be capable of, uh, didactical explanation, uh, transferring all those uh, uh, informations to the to the players, to the squad that they understand. And at the moment when you realize that, try to 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 win the games like that. And when you win the games like that, it gives you more confidence. So you have to deal. And in many uh, many games in this league so far, because we see the amount of goals, it's incredible. Like mm. more more than 160 goals, I think so far. Or if I'm not wrong. So there are many things that uh, have to be corrected and then as a coach you have to find a correct formula for your team to work uh, to work on it, to, to be positive and to collect points. So for us as a coaching, new coaching staff, again this is, that's the moment of recognizing if it's possible and also as a coaching staff, like I uh, just mentioned, we want to explore and try different approaches in different games because it will give us perfect picture which in a long-term project is uh, necessary uh, in order to build up 
great project which will allow you in the next couple of years to be the team who can uh, always compete in uh, top of the table. So these are the things that many clubs, many B clubs on a top level, they are going before they uh, compose and organize the club on a high level. They have to go through that process and they will be doing that. And so today we see many of these teams, many of these clubs on that level because they were in, a, in the past, in, a, in that moment, uh, organizing, precising the strategy, what kind of club they would like to have, what kind of organization, and then step by step and piece by piece, completing that puzzle and saying we need that player's profiles, we want that because we want to play uh, on that way. Uh, regarding and depending on your uh, league level, uh, demands level, Speaking now again about ISL in the short term uh, and what would you like to achieve? So that's why I jumped in to, into that pro this project with, uh, with the management, with, uh, with the owners and everything because I like the project, I like the idea. And like I said, so far, uh, so good. We are on, uh, on the right path and we just have to continue, build up further on. Also, with our experienced players, giving space and the chance to uh, younger players to uh, develop because... Uh, themselves as well tomorrow or in the future they have to become um, important part of not only our club but of Indian football so this is this is uh, the, the important like the chain effect in the football that's it so younger players coming in experienced players helping them to to become better then later when they become experienced their new youngers are coming so this is the process like non-ending process and we as a coaching staff we are just here to try to uh, try to complete all those things. So I'm very happy for the moment. Yeah, so for the past few years, we've seen Kerala Blasters uh, in different iterations. And I can I can honestly say this is one of the favorite versions of Kerala Blasters that I like because I think you sign really Thank good you. players. Uh, Khabra being a leader, I've known him well from his time in Bangalore that he played over here. Uh, he's a good uh, person to have in the dressing room. You've managed to get a lot out of Sahal who... A lot of people were expecting a lot out of, but he never really delivered in goals. But it seems like you are, for some reason, he's reaching at the right time, at the right spot in the box. And Kuitia is doing an excellent job as well. Luna is my favorite uh, foreigner in India at the moment. So how is this, like, just talk about Sahal to take one, for example. Are you working specifically so that he arrives at the right time at the box and adding that to his game? Because you already know he's incredibly, uh, technique-wise, very talented. Well, you know, speaking about him, uh, he's a still young player and uh, we have to admit that, you know, when you start your professional career as a young player, of course, there are many expectations. And there are, if you get some prizes, if uh, people start talking about you, you have to deal with many things, not only about the football pitch, but you have to deal with uh, many things around it. And uh, with all those expectations, if, uh, you know, when you find the diamond, uh, if that diamond is not later worked on, uh, that diamond will not uh, become a pure gem. So it means that many things that you have to work on during the whole your career. It's not only about in the first part. And I think that not only with him, but with many players, you know, that there are many things. Speaking about arriving in a, in a, let's say, in the box for to finish all those actions, you know, football is a game uh, where uh, you have to be... Uh, uh, on the right spot in the right time. So you don't have to be too late. You must not be too late and you must, you don't have to be too early. So of course, these are the things that you work on a training session, like good timings, 
when and what and how to recognize and all these things of course not only with uh, mentioned uh, Sahal but with many players we work on those things and then uh, I must also tell you from my uh, uh, personal experience as a former football player every player during one during his playing professional career every player uh, has one moment during his career it can be in early stage it can be later on where you get kind of connection with uh, maybe some players your teammates maybe coaching staff and then you realize certain things and you have that click in your head and then somehow it just works and then the things that you are doing it gives results and then you become better you improve you get more confident you get older and that's what we call experience so we could never expect not only now from him but we could never expect to see some younger players doing some things that the older experienced players are doing because it cannot happen because they don't have that part of experience from my personal experience again i was playing the best football of my life between 28 and 32 because somehow in that moment you realize many things you realize uh, everything about football game tactics uh, personal relationships with the coaching staff, with the teammates, uh, fitness level, physical level, all the possible things that just like fits together. Some of the players, some of players, they got it also uh, on early stage. Now, of course, when you work with different coaches, when you work on different styles, when you get many different uh, spices added into your recipe, it fits. And then, you know, with the foreign signings, with the foreign players who are very healthy, who are uh, great professionals, who understand very well now uh, uh, the mentality and the way uh, also the domestic players are thinking about football, playing football, they help them as well to release one part of pressure of their shoulders, helping them and trying to, putting, uh, to put them in a, in a good position in front of the goal where they can finish those actions. So that's not only the case with Sahal, but with many other players, like you mentioned, Kuitea or some other guys, especially domestic players, uh, that are very important, not only for our team. I have to say also one thing. Uh, I think that this season already and from next season, the teams who understand that they must have the best possible group of domestic Indian players will give them possibility to be on top of the table. It will not be the group of foreign players. It will be the best possible group of Indian players, in this case, in India, domestic players. If you can manage and organize correct players' profiles that you need for your style of play, whatever, it will give you a possibility to be in top four, to end up in a semifinals or a playoffs, whatever, however you, you say that. And I think that that has to be goal of our club as well, our team as well, that in the next period, we also, depending on our strategy, organizers say we need those profiles, we need those players. With many of our players now, we are very, very happy. With some of them, they still have to work very hard to go and, and improve a lot. And as a coaching staff, we are happy because that's the beauty of the coaching job, improving these things. And I think that the, all the clubs who understand and organize like that, they will be top of the table. So that's why the Domestic players, like you mentioned, speaking Sahal, Jigson, Puitea, Cabra, Jessel, 
uh, even younger uh, coming up. So not to forget, like to mention all of them, they have to work hard because they have to become better because they will be the main uh, detail and the key point of, of the team and of the future. Because, okay, that's my opinion. We can uh, discuss about football, but, but that's my opinion about ISL League and about the teams because the majority of players on, your, uh, on the pitch will be domestic players because only four can play foreigners. And I think that the, the teams who organize with the best group and best possible quality of domestic players would be at the end because we see how the results are going and uh, what's going on in ISL. Yeah, absolutely, I agree with you. Uh, now you're talking about future and long-term plans developing the club. Uh, is there any update or anything about the contract for you? Is there an extension on the way? Because I think the fans are really happy with uh, what's happening with Blasters right now. I have also to say I'm very happy with uh, with everything. I'm very happy uh, in the club, and uh, I would like to stay. I really would like to stay because working in consistency, working with uh, such a great uh, management, the, our sporting director, Carolis, and uh, the, the owners and all the guys from the board. Uh, I think that even uh, from our very first contact and, uh, and meeting online, uh, it just clicked. Uh, back then, I had some other offers from uh, some other countries, even for a much more financial and better financial uh, aspect. But in my career, and even now, it's not the, the main driving point. You know, I don't care about that. I want to work with, uh, with good people and good projects. And I think it just clicked back then. I said, I want to be the part of this project. Uh, we have now, we are, uh, we are still under contract. We have also one uh, option about extension. And uh, of course, because we are all, every day we are here together, we talk about those things and uh, hopefully uh, everything will be settled. And uh, I'd really like to stay. I'd really like to stay. And I think that there will be no problem uh, for us to, to make that uh, agreement. So, yeah. because both sides uh, so far, we are happy. I'm really happy with the, with the team. I'm really happy with the, with the club. The only thing I'm sorry about because uh, is that now in those moments with all these maybe good games or uh, good results, we are not uh, able to perform and play uh, in coach in our full yeah. stadium. That would be like the like the cream on top of of like because the fans they deserve it. They deserve it, and uh, one big thanks to to all of them because we feel that support, we feel that energy, and it's really helpful. These boys they are really grateful for that, and I. I feel that also in them because that's like our 12th man. I think that when you have that momentum, momentum and that uh, type of uh, of game, if you play in front of your stadium, you you, you are just unbeatable. You just become like a like a beast that can smash anybody. I think uh, you will really enjoy this. That if we go back to the stadium, uh, the atmosphere and it's so different from how Kochi crowd reacts to a Bangalore crowd, to a Kolkata crowd, to a Goa crowd. It's all little, little different. And Kochi specifically, I can tell you this, that uh, if, even if you're an opponent team and they do well, they really perform well, score really good goals, they will appreciate that. Uh, which you may not see in all the other parts. So, I've often heard this from uh, players from other clubs who have gone and played there, saying that you're really surprised sometimes because of the goal that he scored and they appreciate yeah. it. So, Good football, I think. You know what? Uh, you know what? Also, as a, as a, again, if I go back like 20 years ago, and you know, like as a former player, I had this uh, chance to play in a in a big stadium around the, around the Europe, in around the world, in front of very huge and big crowds. And 
it is true when everybody says, you know, the football, uh, the football we play for the fans, and the football we play for, uh, you know, for all the people coming to the stadium because it's all about them. You know, football game is uh, for fans. And again, we are really sorry that now we are playing in these circumstances, but that's the situation worldwide, and uh, we have to accept it. And uh, you know, I think that it will be very, very uh, nice if all these come to an end very soon that we can uh, we can perform in coach you know because the, the energy of a stadium the energy of fans is the the most helpful thing that can happen to one team especially when you are playing good and especially when you're playing less good that, that can be the drive of your uh, coming back and uh, that's why football is uh, beautiful so hopefully that we'll have that chance very soon yeah i hope so too and uh, this is a nice segue into something that i wanted to ask you because you uh, obviously was there in Red Star Belgrade, uh, one of the biggest teams uh, in the, if not the biggest team in Serbia. And I just wanted to ask you about the eternal derby that you, that whole system with Red Star and uh, Partizan Belgrade. And from outside, I've read about it. It's the history with the working class and the elite class and all the things that dates back. How, what does that derby, for the people in India who don't know, what does that derby entail? How, does, how is it as a player, a coach, or whoever to be part of that, uh, that match? Look, it's, uh, sometimes it's impossible to describe if uh, you are not like even as a, as a, as a supporter or somebody who is going there to watch it. You have to feel it. First of all, it's a kind of uh, divided population between two camps because the first thing, uh, if, let's say, as a, as a father, you have a boy, you have a child. So in many cases, 99.9% of cases in Serbia, the first thing what will happen, that the father, uh, if, if it's a son or whatever it happens, uh, very soon you will get the jersey, Red Star or Partisan. So from, a yearly, from an early age, you are already on one side. And it's all about like, or you are Red Star or you are Partisan. Uh, these clubs, they were founded in 1945 you know, with one idea from uh, post-Second World War, uh, let's say political organization, uh, ideology back then, okay. And then the, the population like divided in two camps, even the stadiums in Belgrade are very close to each other, like 200 meters. And when there is a big derby, like all the sector around those stadiums is closed down, like more than five, 6,000 policemen, at least keeping the order, like, and with the hooligans, with the fans, they create that atmosphere. I will give you an example. My father who died last year, and my brother, okay, uh, they're both, uh, my father, he was, and my brother, he's still huge fan of Partizan Belgrade. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first thing when it happened to, to me when I was uh, in a youth age, I got offered to, to sign. I, I got scouted from both of clubs, and then uh, there were some talks that I could join in a youth uh, partisan, but as a Red Star fan from an early age, because for me, Red Star was something special. In 1991, Red Star won Champions League, you know, mm -hmm. European champion. And for me, I had all these photos in my room and uh, I was crazy about Red Star. And I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go to Partizan. I said, no, 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 I cannot go because I'm a big fan of Red Star. Uh, 
And then when I had this chance to join and play for Red Star, imagine the fact uh, the game is at the weekend. So already a couple of days before the game, three, four days before the game, there is no contact. My father and my brother, like, was the, they were avoiding contact. No contact whatsoever because there is a derby. For us, it's like so. And then if it happens, and it happened very often, that we were winning those derbies, like a couple of days after the derby game, they were not responding the phone because that kind of energy or a rivalry between those two camps, it's, it's huge. Then in the whole city, in the whole country, you have all the people like divided in two camps. And when you see that or you are Red Star or you're Partisan, because they're the two biggest clubs of, uh, of the country, and the population got polarized in these two camps that today it's in every possible sport, even if you speak about basketball, any other sport, it's huge. It's huge, and when you become part of that one, and then the energy about all uh, the derbies, a couple of days between, uh, before the game, during the game, after the games, like it's it's huge. And I I've, I've been lucky to participate in many of those derbies. Uh, first as a supporter, later as a, as a player. And of course, it gives you something extra in your career. It gives you that, that this spicy thing that you can become better, more tough, because in that derby, there are so many tough duels. There are so many things that when you perform, I remember in front of Ferro Stadium, which was back then with 80,000 capacity, you know, it's huge. That's why. That's what, what you're living for. As a young boy, when you start shooting the ball for the first time and when you start practicing and training, you dream about those games. You dream about possibility playing those games. And so it's a huge thing. It's a huge thing in Serbia and uh, all the players who have, uh, who have had that possibility to play that derby, it gave them something extra that later they could uh, build up further on uh, even better careers, going abroad, playing in top uh, competitions. And uh, later on, you have that basics to become part of national team. So even today, whenever there is a derby, I follow it. Uh, I like to see uh, images of that. And whenever I am in Serbia, and if there is a derby, of course, I'm always part of that. I go to watch. In many cases, I'm uh, giving commentaries in the studio, on the TV. And I like that because that's, you know, you see all the all the energy, all the, uh, all the things that are connected. You see many of those derbies around the world. You have them in Brazil, Argentina, Italy, England. You have them all around the world. But in that part of the world, it's, it's like the question, uh, how to, to, to describe uh, the matter of everything. When there is like, that's it, red star, partisan, that's a, that's a huge fight. That's a huge fight. Even sometimes there are like fights with, uh, between the fans uh, outside the stadium and... Uh, Sometimes it becomes really dangerous, but as a football player on the pitch, you just become like a gladiator. It's even many of us uh, players, former players of Red Star Partisan, we are very good friends. Even today, after so many years, we are many good friends, all of us. But when there is that moment on the pitch, there is no friendship. There is respect, but there is a fight, gladiators. So, and that kind of uh, playing football, that kind of something extra, it gives you something for your next life or uh, next period or your future life in the football. So I'm very grateful that I had that possibility to play that. So we're sort of running out of time. So I'm going to ask two questions quickly. Uh, one is yes. that what is one of the most funniest things that has happened to you on the football field as a manager or a player? 
and the other one is if you can just say a little bit about the history of balkan football from yugoslavia and now you know all these other nations and you've lived sort of lived through that phase so if you can just say these two things the most funniest thing from a football pitch uh, from a game so oh, oh, now it's there's a difficult one the, uh, the most funniest thing uh, i don't know i cannot not recall now some of but there there are many things there are many things that can happen uh, some own goals that you uh, were witnessing or uh, uh, let's think quickly about that funny thing that happened to me uh, oof by playing in red star i remember playing this qualification round for champions league in the last round we were playing against uh, uh, one team from germany leverkusen uh, who had played that season in a champions league final against real madrid and they they had they, they really were like they were tough team top team and i remember 5 minutes before the end during the game i had a dispute with one guy who actually played later on i think here in india a brazilian lucio mm. uh there was a dispute during the game and i think that 5 minutes before the end uh he just hit me with the elbow and i remember being a kind of knockdown i remember referee uh coming onto the pitch telling me to open my eyes i was telling like yeah open my eyes he said no you didn't open your eyes so i i couldn't found, find myself on the pitch where i was like and everything was like flashing in front of my eyes like when you see all the stars when they say things yeah. and i remember like uh wanting to go back uh, back to the pitch i didn't even uh, i didn't know uh, what side i have to go because i was completely like uh, like almost knocked out and getting back on the pitch and just like wanting to to revenge or getting like a card but it was like a funny thing that in in a in the moment of 5 minutes you don't know where you are what's happening that somebody has to tell you like what's where are you and later on they uh, they also after the game uh, me vomiting and everything they uh, they they decided to put me on the exam and i was uh, not approved to co- to train for next 2 3 weeks because i was uh, with the kind how you called it concussion uh, yeah. yeah and um, and you know for a couple of days i was like nowhere like <laughs> some of those things were but anyway when i was later watching those uh, videos for me you know it was a funny but it was not not funny from mm. uh, from the other side neither but there are many of those those things you know, from the football pitch or uh, as a coach oof, as a coach you know as a coach from a side because uh, the things you know in the football as a coach it, uh, they don't matter a lot when the game starts because the players they have to do it on the pitch and then as a coach you got frustrated more and then maybe funny moments are when you got frustrated because you want things to to happen on the way you think they can happen they have to they have to happen and then you just got frustrated and uh, many of funny things can occur but i cannot recall now that quickly mm-hmm. and uh, that other uh, last question was please one uh, just about what was the last one balkan uh, football ah, okay like, we just have 3 minutes left so yeah okay listen uh, quickly uh, balkan football it's uh, you have to uh, see the fact of former yugoslavia which today uh, doesn't exist anymore that was a huge country that spe- speaking today you take uh, countries like slovenia croatia bosnia montenegro serbia macedonia kosovo uh, all these countries to, uh, before they were all together in one big country named yugoslavia 
the football league was quite strong. Many of top players were playing there. And the fact that the players didn't have uh, authorization to leave the country before 28 years of age, they had to stay in the country and the league was top. And then the football foundation and the formation of the football players were, uh, was huge. And uh, the production of a young player and the players who were playing there was excellent. And that's why the national team of Yugoslavia uh, got a great result in the World Cup 1990. And then later on, when uh, the civil war erupted and the, the country was destroyed, there was no uh, like everything went apart. And today we see many of those players formed in many different parts of Balkan, of these countries, going to top leagues. You know, uh, there is always talent. And with a great youth for, uh, formation, you can form great players. So that's why there will always be talent because the boys, they love, they love football. They like playing football in Balkan. And that's why they are very uh, popular in, uh, in many, many countries worldwide. So yes. that's how it is. Like you guys like cricket in India. That's, we love football and basketball and tennis, maybe because of Djokovic. Yes. Uh, so, thanks so much uh, for the time that you've given. It was a wonderful uh, experience for me as well. I'm sure for the listeners as well. Uh, and all the best to you for the season. You're welcome, right? Sandeep. You're welcome. I hope I didn't go with the questions. I was trying to make sure that it's not the usual ones as much as possible. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So, uh, all the best to you. Uh, great season. Hope you have a great season and a long tenure in India. And play in front of the Kochi crowd. Thank you. Thank you, Sandeep. Thank you. Thank you for calling me. All the best. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.